Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that was a cheap you stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack, 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 Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. We've done it. It's been a long winter, but we are officially back. Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2, Episode 1, premiered a few hours ago as we record this. Well, I guess, you know, eight-ish hours ago if you want to go by 2 a.m. our time. But wherever you are, we got a lot to talk about. Episode one reviews. Let's not spend a lot of time with Kevin's poor investment. And I will just say, you know, working on some stuff, we might have some bonus episodes and whatnot, but we'll obviously have the reviews every week of the episodes and then add on bonus episodes as they come. But let's get into it. Episode one. I got notes. Kevin took notes. He's prepared. I took notes as well. Tommy, did you take notes? Oh, Tommy has notes as well. Tommy took more notes than I did, it looks like. This is actually work-related notes, but I just wanted to see everyone's (laughs) face when I showed it, because I knew you couldn't read it. Yeah. It's like, damn, how many times have you watched this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kevin with the handwritten notes. Impressive. I used my computer. So for the first time, I actually, like, watched, um, like, the episode on uh, on my phone. Um, usually I, I'm sitting at a computer screen when I do it. And so was it while you're on the toilet? Uh, no, I was laying in bed this morning while I watched it. Um, so I, um, didn't have a notepad handy, but I'm going to try to remember. Um, I, I'm glad that Mike had that one of the good one-liners because I thought there was pretty good one-liners in this one. And I think we're going to have some more one-liners, um, from the intro episodes that, uh, or the intro to the episodes that Mike does. And that's really all we want really is uh, one-liners for our usage. Yes. So let's, well, let's start off from the top. So Mighty Ducks Game Changer, season two, episode one, entitled Icebreaker. You know, they show up to the epic camp. A lot of what we saw in the trailer, just your initial impressions, Tommy, of the episode. Do we want to talk about the opening scene first or sure. are we talking 30,000 foot view? We can do, we can do the opening scene. That's fine. Okay. So first off, um, Unfortunately, this scene was slightly spoiled for me mm. because I saw someone tweet like something about the opening two minutes being great. I was like, okay, that means either like Bombay's dead or we get a cameo right off the bat. Um, and we get the cameo, which was great. So I thought that was a great start. We get not one, but two Bash Brothers. Yeah, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting the Portman 
I, well, I guess this is a little late, but I should say spoiler alert for anybody. Uh, you should probably listen to the episode first before it's called episode one review. You know, we're yeah, we're not going to tiptoe around like everything. Come on, okay. The, the the that opening scene with with uh, Fulton and Portman. Um, I really hope that was just like a a small snippet of a cameo, of a longer cameo that was filmed. Mm-hmm. I hope that I hope they return at some point. Um, that felt very brief for those two actors because they're they're two of the more substantial still in the game actors uh of the original duck so i hope i hope that they return and that was just a small piece of what uh, what what they filmed with those two so two thoughts on that one i agree um two kind of the other side is because they are bigger name it's like it's tougher to book them but also i think one of our criticisms of season one and again, this was season one film during COVID. You you couldn't have like little tiny cameos. Is we didn't we all the everything was just in one episode, and so I really like having that off the rip, you know, cameo. It wasn't like building all the way up. So that's yeah. something that we wanted in season one. We didn't get. We mm-hmm. got it right away in season two. That's true. And also like Portman, it still was very very brief though. Portman was tough for me to recognize. Yeah, right? me too. <laughs> It's like Fulton, like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I, I've seen him in Daredevil. Like, I, I know what he looks like as an adult. Like, Portman, I'm like, that's Portman, right? You know? I, um, like, I, you knew it was a cameo, but I, I was like, who is that? I thought it was Mike Vitar for a second. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's strange. Um, but, uh, yeah, it took me a little while to, uh, and then it, it, it becomes, like, knock me over the head, obvious, whenever they, uh, whenever he pulls the bandana out and everything. But, um yeah, it was very brief, but it, it was fun. He should have been smoking, had like, it just slammed a beer because um, they had a hell and a damn in this episode. So they're not going full TVG. It's definitely like TVPG. So you can you can smoke, right? I don't know. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, I, you know, when they talked about it being condemned in construction and then they're like, oh, they knew the guy. I was like, oh, Fulton. But the Portman surprise I thought was a great start to get off the bat. Yeah, I, it will be interesting to see because we know we know more ducks are coming just by the episode names, so it'll be interesting to see how they integrate them and if Aaron Lore slash Dean Portman does come back alongside Fulton Reed and whatnot. So interesting. Just your uh, overall, Tommy. Just now, let's go to the thirty thousand foot view early on after after that initial start. Thirty thousand foot view, and I did um, post this teaser in the Discord. So if you're not uh, subscribed to our Discord, make sure you're part of that, um, Kevin. And, <laughs> and uh, quick, quick shout out to, to Mike for really kind of being the, the one who keeps that going, of course. Um, but I am optimistic about it. And um, I was definitely the most pessimistic going into this is because I think I was afraid that it was going to be bad and we weren't going to get any more um, based on, you know, some of the, I guess, behind the scenes things or whatever. And obviously the loss of Bombay, you're like, you're, you're already, you know, down 10 points at that, uh, at that point. But I'm, I'm optimistic. Um, I really liked the, um, the fact that um, Cole's kid is terrible and that the ducks weren't like the last ones on the ice being like the worst ones there. Cause like, I think that would have been the easy one. It's like, oh, you guys are all terrible. You know, I will say that the opening road trip, like 30 seconds in, I was like, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I thought <laughs> everything was missing. And, um, but once they got to camp and um, we met coach Cole, I was in. And so like, I was like, 
peak with like uh, Fulton and Portman. Very deep valley with the uh, the RV trip and our <laughs> giving a hug to the chicken nugget inventor. And then back up once we get to camp. And so, and I feel good about the, the season. I also feel like, you know, it can kind of go anywhere. And, and I, I think uh, I, I, I guess we'll talk more later about kind of performance review, but I was a big fan of Coob in this episode. Yes. Kevin, just your, your overall takeaway, um, your overall thoughts. Overall, I agree with Tommy. I, I thought it was a really good opening episode. Um, uh, the biggest thing that I wrote in my notes was that Josh Dumel is great. I mm. thought he was fantastic. Agreed. Um, I, I, I truly think he was, he was like, not, no notes for him. He was great. Um, I like, uh, I, uh, despite the, the I, I agree with Tommy that that road trip, it was rocky. It felt like, like um, everything was like off cue or something like 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 they would cut to them and they're just all in the rv and then it's like there would be a beat and then and then they like start the conversation it just felt like disjointed or something but yeah i agree that was kind of a i, I don't know uh the, I, I agree that that was the valley of, of the show but um uh or of the episode i i'm glad that i think despite that we're still like that we're missing some some uh don't bother your ducks from last season. Um, I do think it's going to allow us to get more from the ones that are present. So I, I, I like that we got more from Sam. Um, I like that uh, we finally got more from Sam. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a really good episode. I, I, I was a little skeptical about kind of how they were going to handle this, um, but I thought it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, I think Josh Jumel, um, I think is, I think that's really exciting for the show is that he, seems to be perfect for this specific role um but yeah that was my that was my overall thirty thousand views interesting very interesting i thought i liked josh dumel but wanted to see a little bit more of where he went because i he's obviously very you know intense and super focused and that kind of stuff i was like is there going to be more to him so i thought he was good but not great but you guys were all in on him I like well, it. Well, I think it was good, like really kind of setting up the rest of the show. It's like his right. relationship with his son. Right. Like yeah. setting that up. And it's this was like a 21 minute episode. Yeah. 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 I, I thought they covered a lot in, in a very short amount of time and like left you with enough. You're like, oh, okay. Like, I wonder where this is going to go. And I mean, they kicked his opening monologue, kicked it off, and that was great. Uh, and then like him getting interrupted. And, uh, I thought that was really good. Yeah. I will say my first thought was, yeah, seeing the episode length, I think the premiere was like 40-something minutes, and it was like 29 or 28 or something, uh, including credits and the recap and all that. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, did they just not have a lot to go on? But uh, they did fill the spot well. Uh, As Tommy mentioned, Coob really came to play here. Uh, Sorry, Kevin, I think you wanted to say something. I, well, I, maybe this maybe this can wait until we start, you know, breaking it down minute by minute. But I just want to make sure that we cover the. I don't know if you guys watched the recap or not. I did yes. not. Watch, I deliberately. Well, actually, no. I, it, I did. Watch it, it is painfully obvious how much of Bombay was cut out of that. Was, <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote him in my notes. Lol. Lol. Well, at minimal ups. Bombay in the recap. Yeah, he had like really funny. He was only in there in the scenes where they couldn't, you know, cut around. It. Right. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was just painfully obvious, which was disappointing. But I, I mean, I guess I get it. But I mean, it seems like they're trying to like remove him from the history of season one, which sucks. Um, but 
you know, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, that that was very obvious. I was like, are they gonna like? I think it would have been like very ballsy to like not have him at all, um, in the uh, in the recap. That would have been great, honestly, <laughs> just to like to see them like you know fuck it, embrace the um, the anarchy. Um, but I, I think that was another thing that I didn't like about the very beginning of the episode was Alex being like, we're going to camp, and guess what? I'm going to law school. And guess what? I'm working at the camp. Right. It's like because at first I'm like you've got a, like a, a kid to support and a mortgage in a very nice house. Like, <laughs> but anywho, um, you know, you, you always suspend disbelief uh, a bit. Um, and, and so once we got to camp, I was on board. Although when the first shot of the camp, I was like, this is an enormous campus. Like, yeah. How much are these kids in, in the ship like paying for this? Cause um, they had like um, signage everywhere. So it wasn't like, Oh, we rent out. A, I'm, you know, you rent out a college camp or whatever. Or college campus for for a couple of weeks during the summer usually for these kind that of that was things. like a dedicated campus yeah. it was like a facility yeah. do we know where that was filmed i do not i do not there's some i think one of our trivia contestants said they might have been filming at some ucla some stuff at ucla and stuff okay. like that but i i do not know for sure um yeah they did have an enormous dorm rooms that was one of the notes i took like yeah, oh, that nice. was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, there also was a very strange uh, CGI shot of the arena. That was weird. <laughs> that seemed very like out of out of character and out of place, but I guess I guess I get it. Yeah. So let's let's back up a bit. So we, we talked about Portman, we talked about the RV trip. You know, they did okay. mention Bombay, but they didn't really talk about it. And, like, I guess they just assumed he's busy. How did we feel about that sort of Bombay? Uh, keeping the credits part, you know, separate. I I think it was um, uh, surprising how open they left the door. Because, um, I, I mean, theoretically, he can come back in season three is the way that, that, that it's framed. It's like, oh, the ice palace has been renovated and he'll be back. Like... I think that was really interesting. I thought it would be a little bit more kind of final than that. But I mean, I'm also curious how much, if any, mention he gets in the rest of the show. Like, because that seemed very, very minimal for what they kind of needed to do. Um, so, but but I was surprised at, at how open the door is for a return. Yeah, so I, I was, um, like Kevin, I'm surprised at kind of how open that door is, but I, I'm very appreciative of it. Um, as far as like not mentioning him, it's like, this doesn't make sense. But at the same time, I think for the storytelling, you can't mention him because then you're going to get people's hopes up that he's going to show up later in the season. And for yeah. um, weirdos who do not follow the Diaz Insider, um, <laughs> and they don't know that like Bombay was like, they had th this whole issue. Like you kind of have to like, hey, let's not mention Bombay at every turn or whatever. But at the same time, you know, we're still going to have like a glimmer of hope you know, that there's something, some mention of, of him or even some weird, you know. Over, over under, over under one and a half mentions of Bombay for the rest of the season. Including this one mention? That In, happened? No, not including, not including this one. Oh, for, I'm taking the now on. Under? I don't think they ever talk about him again. Ah. I'm gonna. I, that's a, that's a very good line, Kevin. Um, I guess I guess it should be half then, half half a mention over under. I'm I'm gonna take for the for the rest of the show. I'm gonna take over because I think um it's gonna be mentioned in Spirit of the Ducks. Mm. Oh, that, yeah, it'd be hard to avoid that one. 
Yeah, but I mean, we could say like episodes. I think maybe that's the only episode where you get it. Okay. So you think one time, you think one more mention. Yeah, I think that's the episode you get it. I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong. What do you take, Kevin? I know you yeah. set the one. I'll take... I, I'm a, the, the optimist in me wants to hope that he's mentioned in the final, in the finale, so, so that it kind of further leaves that door open, but I don't, I'm going to say over, because I, I think it'll be at least like another throwaway line, but I, I don't think it'll be like, it'll be like, what did Bombay tell us or something, uh, okay. something like that um, in like, you know, episode seven or something. Um, but I think it'll be minimal, but I think it'll be more than one. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that. I still don't think they ever talk about him again. Um, so yeah, we had, Nick had a great line of thought, uh, talking about Portman. I'm trying to be like him when I grow up, look at him. Um, and then do Nick sort of, he, no, he, he does the sort of recap. He obviously has the podcast, which is a good plot device, but he like number two. Yeah, still number two. I was we surprised. We all know number one. I was surprised. Um, he's just kind of the lead character now, I feel like, in, in some ways. Like, he he ha- is sort of encroaching on Evan's space here. Well, I think he's the, you know, he's the he's narrator. The, he's the voice, yeah. Right. He's the, he's the audience. You're watching it through through Nick's eyes. There you go. Great way to put it. Um, so we obviously had a little bit of a time skip, which is, I guess, necessary depending on how, you know, old these kids got and whatnot. And then as Tommy mentioned, Alex going to law school, being the dorm counselor, Kevin, can we, can we, uh, before we like move on with, with plot, um, can we talk about the characters themselves? Like when we first see them? Sure. Um, cause I just had my notes that Evan had a bit of a glow up. He's got a, a, an actual haircut. It feels right. like um so i i thought that was good um Coop looks almost exactly the same uh except I, I, larger i feel like I, I feel like evan you can tell like grew up a little bit um Coop still just kind of looks the same nick i he he looks like he's growing up a little bit too i guess sam as well but uh yeah i, I thought it was interesting that nick looked a little bit more polished uh, uh in, in just in that like opening scene and then you kind of just see it like he's got like the the flowing locks he's you know he's got the 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 kind of the logan head of lettuce going on uh, i'll be <laughs> the, the the brunette version but um but yeah i i, I thought it was i thought it was interesting to see because how long is the time frame between this like like in actual years for them like so they they filmed in late 2020 and then okay. you know they filmed earlier this year so about, about a year and a half, and a half. So. Okay. yeah um, I yeah, think I like um, like the baby fat is gone, right? You know, for all for all these uh, kids. Um, and I, honestly, I think Evan is the one that was most noticed. Like, oh, he's older. Like, yeah, um, yeah. his voice is deeper. Him and he, Sam yeah, doesn't yeah. have like you know little kid cheeks or anything. And so, but it, it's still good. I still believe that like oh, these are kids like who still like want to have fun, but they are kind of like starting with like relationships. So you think of like thirteen year olds. Right, you know, yeah. 13, 14. Which is, I, I guess, uh, if we're assuming this is the summer right after that, which is, you would assume that is right where you want them to be because they were in the 12 to 14 division last year. So, and then season three, you go to Eden Hall, baby. 
Let's I mean, maybe it. they did mention the, you know, world hockey summer showcase. So I don't know if that's going to be the end of season two or, you know, that's going to be season three. It's going to be this world hockey summer showcase. It does feel like they're sort of building to selecting a team for that to go on into some world hockey summer showcase. So we'll see. But uh, maybe they pick Evan and Nick has to go. He's going to really invest in that podcast. And he meets three grizzled veterans mm. to teach him how to be the best podcaster. I'm there in. Is. Yeah, I'm in. Take my money. <laughs> yeah. All right, he we're going finally... on a, off the deep end here. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> he finally uh, meets the number one podcast in southeastern Minnesota, which is us. I, I'm assuming it's us. I'm assuming that's a, a call to us. But Hey, y'all, that's us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I will, I'll get confirmation. But again, taking credit for things we probably shouldn't take credit for. But as Tommy mentioned, going back to, um, you know, sort of the timeline here, Alex covers a lot of ground in her little speech there, going to law school. She's quitting. She's a dorm counselor now, which the dorm counselor, I thought kind of makes sense. But how do we make of her um, sort of all this transition to sort of fit her into the camp? It works. I'm not going to say like, oh, this is perfect you know it's like okay this works i buy right. it um and it, it allows her to you know to, to be the the female lead um and to you and know really as, um as overbearing mother <laughs> i did like evan saying like hey you said you're gonna give us more space why don't you start yeah, now that was good that was yeah. good yeah yeah i i felt the same way like it was kind of oh, clunky but it worked so I, i'd say my least favorite part and and i do think alex like rose with the episode is in that rv where i guess they stop to get lunch and they show up late it's like what the fuck you're showing up <laughs> late for camp uh, yeah i'd be so pissed off if i was evan yeah it's just like now like stopping for like in and out or whatever it's like yeah you, you gotta like do that but it's like alex you're going to be a lawyer can, can we show a little bit of responsibility and like you can't show up to court late yeah. all right yeah i mean yeah. i guess they had to get like how are we going to have them make this entrance Right, and Alex's when, when, whole thing was about summer and like, oh, everything. Yeah. Summer's supposed to be I, fun. I, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I appreciate that kind of tying back to the don't bothers era. But um, what, one thing I, I just briefly wrote this down, and I wasn't, I maybe I wasn't paying complete attention, but did the rap that they took make sense? From oh, interesting. To, I, I the only thing I saw was like Omaha, and then and then they were in the mountains, which I guess would be like. The Rockies. the Rockies yeah it didn't really look like that either I don't know I just it was like it felt for a second that they were driving through Arizona and I was like why the hell would they be in Arizona like that do that we know where this camp is I, I mean like LA right yeah it's in LA. California yeah. They, yeah so I just googled it's um 28 hour drive from Minnesota to I just googled Minnesota to LA 28 hours so maybe it's gonna be in NorCal or something like that but if, if it's only taking her 19 hours, it's like she's moving kind of fucking lead foot there. <laughs> but you do um, go through like Wyoming, Utah, you hit Vegas, obviously, and then Los Angeles. So. Uh, maybe they're driving. Through so Vegas what they should have done is like, oh, sorry, I stopped Nevada. in Vegas for so long, kids. That's why we're going to be late to camp. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good, uh, good note there. But uh, speaking of the RV trip, we see Evan and Sophie still together. How do we feel about that? I I thought that scene in particular was very like 
perfect for like that age of a, where he's like giving her a necklace and it was like corny and but like I know Ernest I, I thought that was a good scene I thought that was funny but yeah I mean I'm I'm a little surprised that they're together because we, we had talked about this that maybe they like broke up over the summer or whatever but um I mean I, I, I I'll take the over on number of times they break up this season. <laughs> yeah. Over, over um, 0. 0.5. <laughs> uh, I like it. I also, I think it again, kind of opens the door for like, um, for Nick to uh, like, Hey, he wants a relationship, things like that. Um, I know this, this fast forwards, but like Lauren says, Oh, my boyfriend. So are we assuming that her and Sam are an item or they will no, be eventually? No. Oh, 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 Maya. Like, you mean? Or Maya. Yeah. I keep calling, I keep mixing them up. Obviously not Lauren anymore. I, I think Maya was talking about some random at the, um, camp. At the yeah. camp. That's what yeah. I thought at first, but I'm just I, like, I thought her and Sam might be like an item by the end of it. Or mm. I, I did think that was a particularly funny uh, moment too, when she's like, yeah, I already have a boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> like, that was good. That was very par for the course. Yeah. I wonder which one of the 21-year-old uh, doubles they have as, as her boyfriend, because those like campers <laughs> looked enormous. Yes. That AJ, AJ Lawrence is a, is a big, big dude. Yes. Let's talk about him. What did you make? What was your first impressions of AJ Lawrence? Quick, my I, I did like the scene where he meets Coop. Yes. Um, I, I but I did I wrote down in my notes, Coop gonna become a workout warrior? Question mark. Ooh. because um, I think that that would be a, an interesting like plot plot point. But um, the other thing, um, this came a little bit later uh, during the during the icebreaker, but I wrote that he has shades of Dwayne plus Portman. Interesting. Mm. Uh, I, I would love to have like AJ and Coob like being like friends somehow mm. and like Coob just being like a, a total nerd and AJ being like, come on, Coob, we're going to go out, you know, that kind of thing. Um, charging him $10 for the autograph and then him paying for it. I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, um, yeah I, I wrote down that that was funny as well. Um, but yeah, I, um, I wonder if they're setting him up to be the heel, you know, basically. Um, turn maybe at some point potentially like basically he's you know the the top camper is essentially right. what he's going to be yeah yeah i think he's a very yeah I, I it certainly seems like he'll be the villain he's kind of got like they're playing him up as like the douchey guy and whatnot but do, uh, do you do you think we get like a um a gunner stall moment where he like shows some softness at the end I think we will. Yeah, I mean, we we are yet to meet his brother, who we know is in in this season, Fries, um, and and the other girl too. We're yet to meet her, which I thought was interesting. Where you know, the season one, basically all our campers, outside, all of uh, the entire team, we met in season in episode one outside of the checkmates. So uh, interesting that we'll you know develop a little more there. Uh, quick note on that first scene with. Uh, AJ and Coop, I, I did like Coop's line. I'm good, actually. I did mine on the bus when he was doing the pull-ups. Um, and Coop, I thought, really more development than he had really had all season one. He was he was funny. He was he had a lot of lines. I liked I liked this out of Coop. You got some you got some crying from him. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. well done. I, I think um, they leaned into his his kind of his acting that the um the actors his ability a lot more in this because he was you know supposed to be like the shy guy in, in season one and he Coob is like um the actor isn't he like a really good singer yes so you gotta assume he's like naturally kind of pretty charismatic and so uh, i like the idea of Coob having that bigger part um and 
you know, um, you know, they, they kind of did it right off the bat. We didn't see a ton from Sam. Like they gave him the like stealing the soda thing. Um, a good line. Um, you know, I'm, I was going to put this back in there. I, I, thought, I thought that was a really good line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did think we got like a good amount from every single one of them and having only six ducks, you're allowed to do that. But, you know, they're introducing, you know, uh, Cole's son, who's not any good. And um, we know that there's a character named Fries, and there's like a mention of, of Fries, like in like the, in one of his speeches, right? Uh, well, I mean, they talk about like curly fries or something. Uh, yeah, he, he but... says, uh, "Do you smell beer? Do you smell fries?" Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, we have obviously Cole's son. We have AJ Lawrence. We have a couple more. As yeah, to your point, six ducks. We can probably feature them a little more. No mention of Lauren and Logan. I don't think we're I, that's coming. I I was bummed about that. Like I figured we'd at least get a throwaway line. Or I I well, I guess this might be kind of confirmed already. But like I I guess they're not coming back at all this season. Like they're not just going to show up at some point. But or maybe we can get a FaceTime or something. But um, yeah, I thought that was a little weird. And just like, why aren't they there? It wouldn't make any sense for them right. not to be there. You know, I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Yeah, I think a FaceTime would be good just to close the loop on it. Just oh, yeah. Lauren stayed because she had you know fantasy camp or something, and Logan, Logan had doing to whatever back to Canada or something. Right? Yeah, something like that. Um, I will say, great call from Cats fan in Ohio in the Discord who predicted before this happened that the plot that they invited the old ducks and they were expecting the old ducks to come and they got these ducks by mistake he like nailed that so duck call to him (laughs) but this does beg the question which is i'm cheating a little bit because i'm reading the comments in the discord before we post this wouldn't evan and sophie know what this camp is all about shouldn't they have been at this camp before because they were on the ducks well, it might just be for a specific age group, though. Mm. Okay, I can so accept that because because the year when they were ducks, they would have been under twelve, right? They right in that league. So maybe that's what that maybe that's the explanation for that. The easy one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I but I do think it was weird, like talking about that. How he like is like dissing them for showing up as a team, even though like they had invited the other ducks as a team too. You know? <laughs> I thought that was weird. Yeah. But, I did think that was funny though. And he's like, some people came as a team. Quack, quack. <laughs> that was a really good line. Yeah. So obviously, uh, I thought Alex had a good speech to the kid ducks there and then, you know, goes and saves them at the camp. Uh, and quick, then... quick. Can, can we talk about that moment sure. for a little bit? Um, I love already. I already love the assistant. She's, oh. I feel like she's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun. I hope she gets a ton more moments. Everything she said was hilarious. Um, I love the, I crossed all my T's, but forgot to dot the I's or something like that. And yeah. then she said, uh, uh, I'll, I'll get you some beverages. Sometimes it makes the trip go quick. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. The return trip uh, is often feels faster. <laughs> yeah. So, she, she seems like she's going to be a really good comedic relief. Yeah. And then obviously we have the icebreaker was a little disappointed in the hockey there uh, with, you know, them just slamming the puck into the board. Like if they knew they couldn't lift it, you would figure. Yeah. But I, I do love, like, I want to play that game though. Yes. Like that was a good concept. Yeah. Did you ever do anything like that? We used to do 
Yeah, we used to do, it was like one-on-one full ice hockey. So you would play against one other person, but there would be five games going on at the same time. So there was like five pucks around, but you would have your one puck and playing against it. That's like the closest we've done. It's super tiring. But I know like um, when I would go to soccer camp as a kid, we would do like, if there were like 30 30 teams or or like 15 teams of two, where it's like, hey, your team has to score and the last team to score is like, knocked out or whatever and then you keep playing or whatever um those kinds of uh, drills are always are always very fun yeah i thought i thought, I thought the, the concept of the game itself was fun but i was a little disappointed with how the ducks scored <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so specifically can we talk about some of the scores sure of scores. sure um i i i nick's pizza score legal question mark I mean, you can't pick up the, the puck. You can't pick up the puck and put it on your stick. But yeah, just shoving it into the net is fine. Uh, I, I did kind of like the the like confused approve uh, like approval from from Josh Dumel, where he's like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, I guess that works." And then uh, Sam's score, right? It was off yeah, his head. head. With head that, that is, I believe that's illegal. I. Uh, that's okay. happened before. You can't purposely headbutt it into the net. Gotcha. Uh, but, you know, if it goes off your helmet or something, that counts. I, I did also appreciate um, Sophie being a leader in that scenario. Yeah. He made the score. I thought that was really good. Yeah. yeah Evan was all about himself there. So he's going to fit right <laughs> in. Um, yep. Yeah. Sophie. And I, I wonder if it I, is going to be like a Evan hangout with Lawrence kid, whatever. Is it AJ Lawrence? Is that his name? Yes. AJ Lawrence. Yeah. Okay um they yeah, need to like have his think. dad played by one of the lawrence brothers by the way <laughs> um but yeah i i, I like that and um it was interesting you know they kind of oh we're we're scrappy and this isn't a camp for scrappy and that's what they showed and like coach was like all right you know i they're scrappy yeah um yeah i, I thought they uh you can kind of already see that, that they're setting up evan for another kind of heel turn moment where he kind of distances himself from the ducks or something like that kind of like in season one when he goes and, and practices with the ducks but um yeah I, I thought that was really good Sophie trying to get everybody make make sure that her teammates are accounted for um one thing I maybe I just turned away for a second and I missed it did Coop score yes Coop gets tripped and then somebody's shooting the puck and it bounces off his stick and goes into the thing got it um, okay I just I think I just missed that um I did like the the like show off between Nick and uh, what's his son's name? Uh, I don't remember you know his name? first name. Okay. Uh, I don't think um, they ever introduced his first name yet. I, I, I haven't written down as Young Cole. Um, <laughs> Fair so enough. I, I like I liked that little show off um, where they're just like staring at each other, and then like Nick's like super delayed reaction to go get the rebound. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was funny. Evan with a bit of a pancake shot. I thought maybe there was going to be a mention there. Like, thanks, Logan. Yeah, or I, 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 I have in my notes, I said, um, uh, pancake shot plus the nice recovery from the ground uh, from Evan was good. And then in all caps, I have, where the fuck is Logan? <laughs> yeah. And so then. I'm still upset about this. Yes. And then and we have sort of. I don't know, maybe the climax of the episode where they have the big speech, the, the the dueling speeches, I should say, between Evan and Nick. I kind of felt like Nick's speech was better. Nick's speech was funnier. 
I, f- I felt like he made a good point. Like every- Brady was like, "Oh, we we are we always crash the party," and then Nick's like, "Yeah, you don't want to crash the party." And then Brady's just kind of like, "Come on, guys!" And everyone's like, "All right, I'm with." No, you. Evans was heartfelt, and he, you know, he was telling basically telling his teammates how much he loved them and he wanted them to be there. I thought that was good. Okay. Um, uh, I uh, one thing I did have uh, in my notes. Uh, on that is I don't buy that Sophie wouldn't have been gung ho for that camp. Right. Like I don't I don't buy that she would want to go home. Yeah, I think so too. I think well, we've talked about her being a leader. Like maybe yeah. she was like kind of feeling the room is like I'm gonna go with whatever my team wants to do. But yeah, yeah, you would figure she like she was such a do gooder early on in, in season one. You would figure she would want to be here and you know increase her scholarship potential and all that kind of stuff so i that's a good point but uh yeah i also in that scene i think um they planted the the seed with young cole that he'll eventually quote unquote join the ducks or whatever um when he walks in in the background and and then kind of gives nick that parting advice or whatever but i think i think that was a very obvious um kind of foreshadowing of of what of what's to come for that Yes, Young Cole's first name is Jace, by the way. Jace. Jace. I don't I'm, think they... I'm wondering if like Alex is gonna kind of have like a moment with Jace or something where she's like, "Hey, it's not all about whatever," and she's like, "Hey, yeah. I'll talk to your dad for you," something like that. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm. Do we are we gonna get his mom at some point? Or is there gonna be like a reverse Evans situation where the mom shows mm-hmm. up and trying to take him away from the camp or something like that? Who knows? Uh, but yeah. I thought the speeches were good. Like I said, I thought Nick sort of was better and was kind of winning the room. And then Brady, you know, or I should say Evan, knowing talking to these people gets the characters in the real life mixed up. But uh, yeah, I thought his his closing was good. But I don't. I think Nick made better points. Uh, but they all stayed, and obviously, they go on. Anything else? We want to talk about, obviously, they got a good quack in uh, there, which I appreciated. Anything else we want to talk about before we go to MVP and LVP and our quote of the episode? Do we want to talk at all about where we think uh, episode two is going to go? Sure. We can do that. Um, I I think that we're going to learn more about uh, the Cole family dynamic in in Mm. episode two. Mm. Interesting. I don't know. It kind of feels a little early for that, maybe, but I don't know. Because especially because he's like, you know, basically the. I think we're gonna get the Captain Blood episode season two, where it's like mm. they like start to truly despise uh, um, Cole, Coach Cole. Um, episode two is called Out of Bounds. I think that's trending in Kevin's direction there, uh, but yeah, I do think we see a lot of Jace in episode two and he sort of ingratiates himself either with nick or the rest of the ducks here so let's take a short break and we will be right back with the mvp and the lvp and our quote of the episode when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back. It's time to get to the the awards at hand. I, I think overall, we gave out overall season awards in season one. We also gave out individual awards for every episode with an MVP and LVP and a quote. I believe Nick got the most MVPs, but I would have to go back and check in terms of the individual episodes. Um, Kevin, your MVP of the episode. Uh, I think hands down it's Josh Jamel. I think uh, he really kind of set the tone for what the what the season's going to be like. Um, and I, I I think also mostly because it was most important for that to kind of uh, give us uh, a greater greater expectations and hope for this season. So I think uh, he kind of ran away with with the MVP for me. Wow, Tommy. or skated away, if you will. Oh, nice, Tommy, your MVP. Um, and so I'm actually going to give it to uh, Luke Islam as Koob, um, although I, I think Dumel was really good. And, and my reasoning is I thought that I'm probably judging it based on season one, but I, I think that he really was elevated in this one. And he kind of offers something a little bit more. And it's not just like looking to, um, to Nick for that comic relief or whatever, or like the strong one-liners. Um, so I'm going to give it to Koob as, as my MVP. I, I thought that he was great in every scene, um, and uh, I thought the acting was good. Yes. I also gave it to Koob. Koob with the surprise MVP award. I thought it was just added an extra dynamic that I was not expecting. Like, I knew Josh Jamel and Colin Cole. Like, I knew they were going to sort of carry it. I knew Alex was going to sort of have her moments. I was not expecting Koob to be as good as he was, as funny as he was, and sort of to drive things the way he did. So I gave it to Koob. So congratulations, Coop, with the Friday. Bel- uh, oh, sorry, guys. Go ahead, Kevin. I was just gonna say honorable mention to the assistant because she also was really good. Yes, but she was just brief. Yes, just not enough, not enough for her. At least not yet. But uh, yeah, keep an eye on her for the future. But let's move on now to well, I should say congratulations to Coop. I believe that's his first MVP award. So congratulations to least valuable player. I'm gonna give it to Maya. Uh, not necessarily for her, you know, acting like the boyfriend comment was funny. And like, she, I thought she was okay there, but the hockey scenes, like she couldn't lift the puck. She was just struggling there and she wasn't bad in season one. She, I thought she was actually one of the, be- you take out Evan and Sophie. I thought she was one of the better don't bothers. And all of a sudden she can't even put the puck in the giant hole in the middle of that. Uh, so disappointed in Maya's uh off-season training i guess i guess she wasn't doing much there so i'll give it to maya but we'll go to tommy next lvp so there's a little bit of a cop out but i'm gonna give it to alex specifically for the all the rv scenes and basically (laughs) first two minutes three minutes of alex is the lvp um i just (laughs) i couldn't get into it and like i was thinking to myself and you know i've been very I, i thought this episode was very good but like Man, after that first minute, I was like, if I was just watching this for the first time, I might be turning this off mm. um, because I, I really didn't like anything in the RV. And no, I'm, I'm wondering if there was just like, hey, we had to kind of shoot it weirdly. And there was some like weird shit that didn't work out with how we were going to set cramped together. Yes, yeah. um, literally cramped. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give it to Alex for the first three minutes. I did think she was solid for the rest of the episode, but man. I really hated that RV. I'm never going to get an RV again. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I will say just real quick, I did think Alex was less 
like Lorelai Gilmore in this episode from like season one. She was, I felt like she was uh, very similar to her other character where this one, it felt maybe more like a, a separate character, but maybe that's just because spent so much time with this character now that I'm not thinking of anybody else, but Kevin, you're least valuable player. Uh, it's interesting. I, I, I didn't feel the same way about Coob as you guys did. Um, I, I like, maybe I just need to watch the episode again and wasn't paying close enough attention or something, but, um, I had him as a potential LVP. Mm, um, I like it, but, but I think I'm going to go with, uh, with Maya as well, because she didn't, she didn't do much in the, in the way of, she didn't have all that many lines and, and she obviously the hockey was non-existent for her. I, um, I would argue that Sam was more of an LVP than Maya um, in terms of like, because the only thing he did was he was like trying to steal a soda. Um, but that was that a was... really good line. I don't, I don't feel like Maya had any like, like, I don't remember anything she said. Well, you guys talked about the boyfriend thing. So right. I, that, I mean, that was a good, yeah. I, that's more of a plot vehicle, but yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah I'll, I'll, yeah I, I think i'll go with maya um but i i'm not as high on kub on the episode as you guys are but okay we can we can disagree i'm glad we got to see more kub though yes I we're allowed to disagree that's fine all right let's move on quote of the episode i sort of cheated with mine uh, i already said it but kevin i think if you feel like you want to go first your quote of the episode but- yeah, I, the, it was close, but I think my favorite was when uh, Josh Dumel calls them unintended ducks. I think that was uh, that was my favorite quote. Uh, I thought that was like a really just like funny kind of uh, delivery when he said that. Um, so I, I think I'm gonna go with unintended ducks with the close second being the drinks for the road one, and then the I was actually trying to put something in the machine from Sam. Nice. Mine was from Coob, where you know AJ was doing the pull-ups and he said i'm good actually i did mine on the bus that that really got me for some reason that was funny so tommy your quote of the episode uh i agree with mike that was my quote of the episode but i also liked uh sam's i was actually putting something in there i didn't think the delivery was that great though maybe that's why i'm i'm harping on on sam a little bit this episode and i also want disclaimer i think i missed the part where he said i did mine on the bus uh i i I must have been distracted during that scene or something so maybe that's kind of uh clouding my my judgment of who because that's a really good line i like that fair enough there you go episode one we'll be back with episode two still working on those screeners so maybe we'll get them before episode two and this will come out right as the episode drops but until then you know where to find us the quackdeck.com go there contact us at quackdeckpod on twitter facebook.com slash quackdeckpod go to itunes give us five stars give us your review of episode one and hit up the Discord. A lot of discussion in the Discord uh, today, as you can imagine. It's all marked with spoilers for the first two days. So feel free to join now, and then you don't have to look at the spoilers until you're ready to look at them. So there you go. Thank you to all our producers. Uche still the most recent producer. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quick and dick is back, Jack. Ooh, yeah.